We're talking E's Famously Single, Season 2, Episode 5, Flight Night. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What up, After Buzz? It's your boy DJ Jesse Janity here in studio for E's Famously Single After Show here on After Buzz TV. Super excited. Unfortunately, though, my co-host, Ms. Lena Nori, girl, she was out partying this weekend. I don't know. I'm sure that's not what she was actually doing. But she unfortunately couldn't be here today. Love you, boo. Um, so I'm going to be talking about the episode. Boom. Shout out to Sagala for that song. Came here for love. Um, and Malika and Ronnie went to the hotel for love or some love making, apparently. Which Malika's sitting up here talking about, like, uh, I mean, it was like the longest I've ever talked to somebody before. Girl, you know, you was Ronnie was smashing the entire time. Come on, that's why you guys got your space. You guys can talk, you're literally on the show to talk about to talk. You literally live in the house that you live in to just walk around and talk. So you could just talk there. You wanted to smash without cameras. It's okay, girl. I feel you. Um, Love Dorothy this entire episode. Honestly, Dorothy is my favorite character. Um, She's my spirit animal. Um, If I had coin like that. All right. So Dorothy said, I want a man. (laughs) I want a man and I want AC. Oh, she said, I don't want a man. I want AC and I want room service. I feel you, girl. That's all she was thinking about. That's all I would have been thinking someone too. And I love that she said, this is why I wish Lena was here because she said, um, I can't date someone with ass and dick shots online. I wanted to ask Lena, how old do we think Dorothy is? Because girl, at this point, majority of people out here, girl. But, I mean, it depends. Like, if it's a dick shot and, like, your face ain't included in it. You know what I'm saying? But David just be out here. And maybe that's, you know what I mean? That's the yin to her wang, you know? Maybe, girl. Maybe David's the one for you. Um, If you guys are in the live chat. Hey. Um, All right. So, Darcy says that she wants, basically, everyone to uh, call their friends, invite them on over, and they're going to do a little mixer. I love Dorothy's face. Again, and at first I thought Dorothy's face was uh, in reference to, like, um, my friends would never with anybody in here. But she was more like, who the hell are they going to set me up with? <laughs> Dorothy cracks me up. Um, all right. So, hey, what up, Louise? Uh, Henrique DaCosta. Um all right, so now Karina is doing this whole con- having had this whole conversation and jokingly calls New York a bitch. Now I believe New York had a little too much to drink, and that's why she kind of popped off on Karina, or it was like a producer puppet moment of like I'm bored. This bitch been irritating me because New York feels like Karina was being a little uppity in the sense of like. Girl, like, someone's going to bring a man for you. Like, stop going around like, I'm playing the victim, I'm playing the victim. And I also am wondering if that's because New York genuinely actually might like Chad. And the more I watch them, I kind of wonder what that situation would actually be like. Um, I wonder if Chad's ever dated a black girl before. One. Two, what would it be like for Chad to bring a black girl home? 
three, would they really be able to have a relationship? I mean, I think they would be able to really understand each other, like, that they both were looked at a certain way because they were on a show. But they actually are cool with each other. But they keep playing this, like, homie card, and it's like, mm, are y'all really homies? Uh-huh. Um... New York said, semi-apologized because she said that basically she just gets aggressive when she's horny, and she is very horny. She was jealous of Malika and Ronnie and whatnot. Um, I also do appreciate that Ronnie said he decided to uh, go through the process with Malika versus, you know, testing out the waters and whatnot. Uh, we get to the matchmaker mixer, and Karina has a tr- uh, a friend for Callum. I forget what her name was, blonde girl. She was cute, though. And she instantly started talking to David. Well, David instantly started talking to her as soon as he got in. And Callum was not here for that. He was pissed. He starts drinking and, like, kind of being a little brat about it. And I'm just like, dude, like, this is the most unattractive I've seen Callum. And then he took his shirt off. And I don't know if I've ever realized that. Did he have all these tattoos last season? Was I just lost? I, I'm confused. That tattoo looks crazy. 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 And you drink too much, dude, because it's like you could have like a cute body, but you sitting up here with a alcohol body, you know what I mean? And you probably do a lot of working out too. Question. Um, Malika brings Shar, this guy Shar, he is a high school polo coach and a fitness trainer. I don't know. Because, I mean, if Karina's looking at Chad the Bachelor, then what's wrong with Char? Um, but she's doing it, she's sitting in between Char and Chad. I thought that was kind of like, I mean, I guess you can't really do anything. But if you like Chad and you really want the experience with Chad, then you say to Char, hey, yeah, you, you did kind of step in. I was talking to this guy. I'm kind of feeling him. But you're doing the experience and whatnot. And that's cute for Karina. She, Her and Callum... This episode, not my favorites. Um, sitting between Char and Chad. Char believes in love. And Karina was kind of like, oh, you believe in love? She's paused everything. She pulls Rob aside and was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put my two cents in it. Um, basically was like, I don't know what to do here. And I really wish in life I could call on I mean, I could because I have his number. But he'd probably start charging me after the second call. Um, but... I really appreciate that they can have this. I mean, you know what I mean? Have you ever been in a situation? Have you guys ever been in a situation where you're sitting there and it's like, okay, I've been spending all my time liking this person. And, you know, they weren't really giving me the energy that I wanted back, but I was putting energy into it. Then all of a sudden this other person comes and there's so much energy. But then it's like you've been loyal to this situation. Can you be loyal to a situation or a person? Mm. Mm. That was my own little thing right there. The biggest hot mess was David bringing JDB. I don't even remember what his name was. I wasn't even going to give him that because afterwards, when David kept referring to him as JDB, I was like, oh, this is what he goes by. Dorothy ain't dating no JDB. Now, I can see Dorothy and David. Because David... I don't know, actually. No. Um, JDB, though, absolutely not. This man looked insane. Um, and then New York came over, and we heard this whole Adontist, and it's Adonis, not Adontist, orthodontist, Adontist, 
Adonis. Um, Callum is drunk. He's jealous because his home, his home, his home girl, Jasmine, who he likes. Now here's the thing, Callum, because you probably have friend zoned this girl. You probably have like established the boundaries in which you can do, it, and then you want your cake and you want to eat it too. For what? For what she don't want, she don't. Well, she does want you because she's sitting all over you. But she clearly knows your mo. She clearly knows that you be out here doing whatever you do. So she's out here doing what she does. Now she is a little bit of motor mouth because that whole thing with girl, you, how you gonna hit on Chad and call him Brad? Then when we get back at the house, you're flirting literally with everyone. You kissed Chad's chest. Then. You're, like, playing with David's, like, hot Cheeto pecker. Like, I'm just confused, girl. What are we doing here? What are we doing? You select one man. Otherwise, you get edited as the hoe. And you don't want to be the hoe because you didn't even get anything from the situation. You got kicked out. And now you look messy on national television. Jasmine, the messy girl. Um, Back at the house. um, All right, so we see... (laughs) I love that New York was like, I like her. She's a good girl. Didn't see or hear none of the tea that was going down in the back. Um, Callum's shit-faced and calls for David, but David wasn't really paying him no mind, and that kind of irritated Callum. Uh, Jasmine says bye to Chad, kisses his chest. David goes over um, and sits down with Chad and... Was that Karina in New York? New York. And Callum says, "Go, David, go talk to your Japanese friend, Dorothy. That is a whole lot of tea, sir. Like, because it was like a stage left. Like, what, sir? Like, we're over here. You can be mad at the situation. You can be mad that you think people's dicks are bigger than yours. You can be mad that people are more sober than you. You can be mad that people look better than you. You can be mad at all of those things. But then to randomly come out and throw a racial slur. Like, and I get that you weren't probably trying to be racist. But you were. Because why do we have to acknowledge that she's Japanese? Is she? I don't, and I'm not no shade, I don't know. But I'm just like, really? What would you have said to New York? Question. Um, Callum takes Chad's cigarette. And I love Chad in this because I feel like he was, he's just the bigger guy. In the whole situation, he just laughs kind of at everything off. Um, where Callum is, sir, you would have, that cigarette would have been ripped out of your hand and put, you would have had a third eye, honey. I would have made sure you had your meditation, your chakras aligned with the cigarette ash right in the middle of your forehead. Because you're sitting over here, you're drunk. You aren't even paying attention to what you're doing. And I guarantee you probably snatched the fuck out of that cigarette from that man. And you're lucky because he, all it would have been is a boop, 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 right there. Give you a third eye. Um, and then I love Chad's little, if I had 10 pickles and you take one pickle. I just felt like that was a really fun drunk moment for everybody in the house. Um, then Callum says that Chad doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Why are you going in on Chad? So much. Then you say, Callum says he's in, he was in the Vietnam War. I'm like, dude, no you weren't. Like, the Vietnam War? Really? Callum? You're drunk. And the fact that we're even having this conversation? Next. Uh, the, everyone goes to group counseling. Um, well, before the group counseling, though, shout out to Dorothy for bringing Elma to the house and cleaning the girl side. 
I loved it. Uh, so they go to group counseling. And this was just irritating because I just felt like the whole thing was in a, was a scapegoat for Callum. So basically, Callum apologized. Well, he doesn't apologize, but he says that he lost temper due to ego and getting rejected. And this is new for him because he's never experienced this before. You know, first season, uh, you know, first season, it was like, you know, I, I was getting the girls, but now this season I've never been rejected before and I'm not taking that very well. So then, you know, it's that final drink. It's No, it's not the final drink. It's a fucking something in your brain that keeps snapping and then you keep adding liquor to the situation. You got to figure out what the fuck is wrong with you before you continuously pour liquor into the situation. Um, this He uses words that I feel like you pick them up from reading books and things like that, self-help books. But he's like, inner turmoil. Um, you know, he said, oh, I've made my mistake. Then Ronnie had this really cute, like, whole, you know... Everyone makes mistakes. and what, This is your second one, though, because the first one, you left. Now, this is your second one, because now you act crazy, so it technically should be your third, because this should be counted as two, to be real. But that's fine. And not only that, but you're an OG here, so you're the OG acting crazy in the house? Nah. Um, Dorothy is over Callum, and I don't blame you, girl. Like, she's just sitting here like, so you didn't know why you were sorry? So you don't remember anything, but you're apologizing. To me, do you guys think that? I don't know. Is that something like if someone says, oh, I blacked out. Well, don't you want to know what you did? I don't, I don't fuck, I don't really, I actually had a situation like this. I think it's weird when someone blacks out and then the next day people are treating them differently and is like, oh, well, I mean, you know, get over it. I was just blacked out. No, you don't want to know what the fuck you did? And then you don't want to own up to your, to be responsible for blacking out because you're a fucking grown-ass person? Oh, okay. You won't be invited to none of my parties no more, honey. I was at the beach yesterday. And someone was talking about, oh, if that person hit me with a volleyball, I'm going to act like, you know, whoop, whoop, my fucking leg hurt and get sued. I'm like, well, shit, you ain't going to be invited to none of my party. You, sir, you, was a, you are a liability. Okay. Mm-mm. Now people just be out here looking for a come up. Um, Dorothy, like I said, Dorothy's over Calm's baby forgive me speech, whatnot, and I'm not mad at her at all. Um, and then I love Darcy's question again. I wish you know we had some more conversation here with you guys in the chat room. Uh, but Doctor Darcy said, you know, do people from our past influence us? Uh, David says that he can only get over his ex by partying and drinking. Uh, and he's emotionally unavailable. I think a lot of people do that. I think that that's um, an easy way to stop thinking about and missing certain things. Um, and then Ronnie starts crying. And as soon as he was tearing up, I was just like, you know what? This is going to be some Sammy tea. Jay Ruiz says he knows he probably did something wrong because when he blacks out, he always does something wrong. Amen. Um, <clears throat> Ronnie gets up, cries. So then we head into predictions school weren't um now next week it looks like we're gonna get like a whole conversation about sammy and we're gonna get this whole like what happened where they are where vh1 where are they now and i'm excited for it because i think that that was something like we grew up with them as a relationship and then it, for the show to just kind of end and it's like okay well sammy and ronnie now the next thing we see him on is on famously single and he's like super in love with malika is that really true or 
are you really in love with your bae? And Malika is just kind of a feller. Um, and then they're going to do this thing of how to be sexy. I don't know how I feel about that because I'm like, they all kind of are. But okay. I think Dorothy would probably have the hardest time being sexy. But she naturally is a beautiful girl. Like, there's just something sexy about her. So, I don't know. I'm here for it, though. So, on that note, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys hit me up at DJ Jesse J across all social media platforms. And you guys can hit us up at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Until next week, same time, same place. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.